0: hey good girls welcome to between the sheets a podcast about books sex relationships and occasionally
1: our messy personal lives i'm your host kels okay. and i'm your host anise so grab a drink and get in bed you dirty little slut hey welcome back hey everybody hey kels i have to tell you something crazy that happened to me this week okay i need
0: to hear it what's up okay but Hello. first
1: how are you how are you feeling
0: I'm actually feeling pretty good. You know, I haven't let the seasonal depression hit me.
1: That's good. It's, That's always a good sign. I feel like I need one of those lamps.
0: Right? I have one on my desk. It's called Happy Light. <laughs>
1: I don't know if it works, but it turns me on. Ooh. <laughs> at least someone does <laughs> <laughs> cuz my anyway, okay, let me tell you isn't. about the story <laughs> go i remember this horrific memory of me going on a date and it was with this guy that i didn't really like but i was like you know what screw it i'm going to go on the date and it was like the worst date ever he just like was a total chad You know, like, Mm -hmm. if someone's named Chad and listening to this, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry your parents named you Chad. I know. Do you know a real Chad? I've known, like, okay, so I know, like, a Chad, a Brad. Like, I know all the ads. Anyway, so I'm on this date with Chad, and he has food in his teeth. He's just going on about who knows what. I'm literally just there for, like, the free drinks and food. And as we're, like, in this conversation, he starts getting heated about something, and I am having the worst girl moment of my life. Like, the worst. What I'm sitting happened? there, Wait. new pair of jeans, really excited to wear them, have an occasion, not that Chad needed to see them, but I am sitting there and I'm like, you know that moment on your period where you're like, uh-oh, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. it was
1: that moment, I had an uh-oh and I was wearing my diva cup, for anyone who likes a sustainable period, I'm sure you've been through this too, but the cup tipped over and spilled through my period underwear onto my jeans In the middle of the day, while he was blabbering on about who knows what. That
0: is the worst luck. And you can't even get up because you know what happens when you get up after a period
1: like that? It's like all the blood clots come out and you're just Mm. like,
0: woo, all over.
1: (laughs) It literally looked bright enough to be the Bloody Mary he was drinking. (laughs) And what, (laughs) what color were the pants? The pants were a navy, so it was like, saveable. I did like, get up. And just like wrap my jacket around me and was like, I have to go. I'm having an emergency and it was fine. But you know that like commute home, Mm -hmm. bloody pants and all. On the metro.
0: On the metro. When I first had my period, I was really young and I went through a phase where you know when you wore like three different colored shirts under each other and like layered and the bottom one would be almost a mini dress because I would pull (laughs) it down on my period days just so my butt was covered so there was like an extra layer and then it's like you walk around and you're Am I good? Am I good? You're in yeah. every single mirror. You would think after, you know, being in our late 20s that that wouldn't happen anymore.
1: <laughs> no, it's a trauma. You It happens to you. You have one bad memory of it. yeah. And like I have like one really bad memory of a period spill, but this will be added to the second. And it's just you have one bad memory. And since then, you're traumatized. You have to wear diapers like yeah. every item of clothing you own suddenly becomes a diaper. Exactly. And we
0: both use a diva cup. And for those who haven't used them, it it is a little bit tricky to learn how to use it sometimes. And so you will put it in and you think you're good and then you'll be at the store and you're like, oh, no, it's not good. Our tip is always couple the diva cup with a pair of period panties because, you know,
1: you really need that extra layer of protection. And I love using my cup, but sometimes my own body betrays me so badly, and it can overflow just so quickly. Yeah, it's just like, okay, we're here. (laughs) It's just shooting
0: out of you like a child you didn't want (laughs) to (laughs) have. It's it's the punishment for not getting pregnant. I swear, literally, (laughs) that is pretty much the worst
1: date. At least you get free food on your period. Right? That's true. That was very much taken away from me by the blood running down my thighs.
0: <laughs> With through your denim as well. Yeah. Uh,
1: mm. <laughs> I can just feel it and
0: it's just, I'm, yeah. I'm getting the heebie-jeebies. So. It's one of
1: those things that you'll remember as you're like walking down the street and cringe the biggest you've ever cringed. Or every time
0: you see that guy, you're just like, Ugh, damn, that's the period pants. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Chad the period pants <laughs> you're talking about a bad date but I haven't been on a first date in so many years I was like do I even date do I have any bad dating stories because I was never on any dating apps actually
1: oh really
0: I didn't have the dating app era okay so... I had
1: the dating app era
0: yeah because you guys met on tinder Yeah, me and
1: my boyfriend met on Tinder. Very fun thing to bring up to people. Tinder's like the sleazy one too. That's not like the one people want to know you met on. No, because Bumble, you can pass on
0: that. But Tinder, I feel
1: like, has been
0: made into such a hookup app that I remember when it first came out, though, it was the first of its kind. And so you get a pass because it was early days of Tinder, right? It was.
1: It was definitely early days. Mm -hmm. I think it was like first five years of Tinder existing which is like still quite early, early days yeah
0: early days reminds me of fucking
1: love island, love island. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still, still early, early days, days. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's dive in this week we are gonna ask some questions with mm-hmm. each other because it's as though we don't spend nearly enough time together we're gonna ask the are we really strangers friendship edition game
0: do I have to guess what you're gonna say, or is it just us informing each other?
1: We are, this is us getting to know each other better, sharing <laughs> secrets with our listeners.
0: You know what's exciting? We have known each other for a year now. We've been talking for a year.
1: Wow. We're like really getting serious. I know
0: we've just hit the year mark, so that's fancy. But we've done most things in this first year of friendship than I've done in life. You know, like we've gotten yeah, so much I know. done. It's a productive friendship. We definitely
1: friendship. love island our friendship online. Yeah, we did. We just like talk to each other every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would be surprised if some of the things we're gonna ask we don't already. Oh, these are no fun. Or... Okay. Okay. I will go first. What non-domestic animal describes you and why? Non-domestic yeah. animal that describes me.
0: I feel like the basic answer is dolphin cuz they're smart, right?
1: Who no one chooses dolphin in the I'm first not going to choose one. That's like one. the gangbang of animals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like I like orgies because I want to be a dolphin, right? Because don't dolphins have orgies for fun? Yeah, yeah. And they, like,
1: rape people, too. (laughs) They rape people. No, I'm not, like, just saying
0: that. Oh, they're the chads of the animals then. (laughs) Okay, I have like three options. Wow, I'm not a good decision maker all the time, but I'm just say the first one that comes to mind is the highland cow because come on. I feel like it's just like a shaggy kind of like dopey animal that walks around and just hangs out outside all day. That's like me. I love that. What about you? You had three. I, that was the first one that
1: came to mind. I, sh- <laughs> I
0: feel like I should just choose that one because the other one is like a bird because you can't tie me down and that's uh- lame.
1: <laughs> Still, the bird is better than the dolphin. So it's What would you be? Shoot you out of the sky. (laughs) Mine is a very basic answer. I would probably be a lion. I'm very Mm. much into like being loyal to the one person in your pack, and I'm also just extremely protective of the people I love. Look at this. Denise
0: is giving me a well thought out (laughs) answer, and I'm over here like a Highland cow because they're outside. Like all animals are outside. You'll eat me. I'll eat
1: you. <laughs> You'll be so good.
0: So I actually got asked this question a lot in interviews when I was working in like retail. That was like a question. That's so weird. And I always said giraffe. Why? I don't know because people used to make fun of me and call me a giraffe because I was super tall. And so then I was like, I'm gonna claim this giraffe energy. And the only reason is because they're super tall.
1: What are giraffe characteristics?
0: They don't look like they could protect themselves. But have you seen them whip their neck? I I have. They're aggressive.
1: (laughs) They are. I remember when we were together, we asked each other this question, but for the other version, so like for me to give you one and for you to give me one, and I still remember giving you an elephant. Yeah, you did give me an elephant. Which I stick by to this day.
0: Elephant is the smart choice but I don't, I'm not making decisions over here. <laughs> That's okay, okay, next. What is your least favorite personality trait in a person?
1: Are you just waiting to get hurt right now? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds kind of mean, but. I suppose people who bullshit a lot and who bullshit themselves. I really don't like it when people bullshit themselves. I don't love it when people create a false reality for their life and then try to project that on others. In a negative way? In a negative way. Not like, I'm ambitious. I don't care. Do your thing, girl. I'm going to think of a specific example while you answer it. My
0: least favorite personality trait is passive aggressiveness. And this is something that I do a lot and I'm working on. A lot of people in my life have been passive aggressive and I have adapted to give that back and I really respect directness and if someone's mad or they have an issue I just want them to tell me because then we can resolve it and I feel like a lot of people's passive aggressiveness is not wanting to confront things but then that makes everything worse and so if someone's being passive aggressive I hate it because sometimes I'll just be passive aggressive back because that's like the trauma that's built you know when you're when you grow up like that it's
1: really hard to break those habits but I haven't thought of an example I just don't like it when People lie. I think that's really what I was trying to say. It's like an honesty thing. I like honesty. Which is directness. Yeah, I guess it's directness. Well, I would say that's like a quality I appreciate. Every time my boyfriend talks about me to other people, that is the number one thing he says he loves about me more than anything Yep, is that I will always speak my mind even if he doesn't want to hear it. Which is why I think we get along. Yeah.
0: Because I want to hear it. Yeah. Because then we can address it. Like that's the nice thing. I think that obviously we don't agree with everything that each other says but we don't get weird about it. I don't know. we don't
1: have to and that's the great thing. Like as long as we understand where the other person is coming from like that's enough. You don't always have to be on the same page about things. Yeah. It is fun. This one is I guess nice what about me surprised you that you have a bullet in your face (laughs) (laughs) i was like is this gonna be deep and emotional but no it's it's the fun fact (laughs) i was thinking about it just the other day i typically never think about it but the other day it was bothering me a lot i I
0: guess we have to tell people why you have a bullet in your face if you i got
1: shot as a child yeah (laughs)
0: No other context, just that. That's the only context. That's our promo. I got shot as a child.
1: And this is true crime with Kels and Denise. (laughs) Literally. Okay, for me, for you, this is going back to our conversation earlier today that you shave your face. Because c- that genuinely did surprise me. And that was the last thing I can remember.
0: <laughs> okay, some context over here. We're talking about like dermablasion. <laughs> dermablasion, I think that's the We're talking about dermablading. Hi, welcome to Kelsey's Dermablading 101. <laughs> First of all, I saw a TikTok where every great story starts and it was like, it's great to take off your dead skin. I'm not a hairy person, so I'm not shaving because I have hair. So I was taking those little blades and like I just do my cheeks then I found out that they're really good for your eyebrows but I haven't done it since
1: September so it's like I don't it's so sh- surprised I actually really want to shave off the bit the last bit of my eyebrow because again I saw TikTok. a tiktok
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was there with the tweezers this week being like should I do it should I do it and then every time I think about my eyebrows I'm like everybody said don't overpluck them because it's gonna be a phase and you're gonna be mad later down in the road so I'm like
1: yeah I already have very thin eyebrows so I can't risk like the two hairs I have if I risk one (laughs) I'll just have one eyebrow hair left this one is gonna be
0: maybe spicy but what do you think is one thing I could do that would drastically improve my life oh no
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to (laughs) fight you just want to fight that is a deep question I would like you, for the sake of you improving your- Can you not look at me while we do this? (laughs) And I feel like you're working on this, so it's fine. I can say it. But just kind of release certain things and the control of certain things Mm. to the universe and not have, like, your teeth, nails, and toes dipped into everything oh yeah and just releasing control because i just admire you so much and you create extra stress for yourself by wanting everything to go smoothly all the time
0: oh look at her looking in a
1: mirror okay no i agree with everything
0: like i'm not yeah i know it's not like a bad
1: thing it's like you know i think at the end of the day as a friend to a friend the only thing i would ever want you to do is be kinder to yourself yeah because i feel like we're both so hard on ourselves yeah like all the time like we're really bad and i think the only thing i truly wish for you and me is just to be nicer and like let things go yeah i
0: think the whole would you say this to a friend thing is like trying to implement that into your own life And sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you just spiral. It's fine. But like getting back to, do I really think that? Of course, my internet goes out right when we're in the big conversation and you think I just totally ghosted you right there.
1: I honestly was like, that's it. Like the friendship is going to end right now. (laughs) Me just
0: asking questions to get my feelings hurt.
1: (laughs) Literally. And I'm here like, I love you. Please be kind to yourself. And then you just vanish. (laughs) No,
0: I feel like, honestly, I agree with everything you said, but now my answer is just going to be
1: funny. Not really funny. I mean, you can't expect a non-emotional response out of me.
0: Yeah, you're going to be the emotional, and I'm just going to do the random, which is you always say that you miss doing yoga, and so
1: I just want you to add some yoga in your life, you know? The guilt I feel every single morning I wake up, my bed looks at my four yoga mats. Four. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Oof. I have four yoga mats and I look at them every single morning I wake up and I'm like, "Sayonara." <laughs> Me, Tomorrow. this one's going to be funny, you.
0: <laughs> Bitch, that hit a nerve, okay? That hit a
1: nerve. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like about to start doing yoga in the middle of the podcast right now.
0: <laughs> I actually turned on when I was feeling sick. I did some yoga with Adrian. I did, like, the deep stretch. Nice. One, and I did not realize how fucking tight I was. Like, my hamstrings and other things. Okay, (laughs) I'm I'm done. (laughs) But when you're sitting all day, you really don't notice how much your hamstrings are just little knots. Oh, yeah,
1: totally. I, if it makes you feel any better... (laughs) Something that you say about my insecurity. (laughs) I did make an effort to put a lot of her videos in my Notion board. Mm, Nice. And I set it up as, like, 10 to 15-minute videos, and then there's, like, hour-long videos. So, it's there. It's waiting for me. I just have to hit play. Maybe we should do yoga sessions together. I like that. What do you think is your most defining characteristic?
0: (laughs) I don't think about myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um... I think my most defining characteristic is, I think I'm pretty funny. It's, it's hard not to pull other people into this, but for me, I think that when I like am really vibing with someone, it's an enjoyable time. Like, I feel like it's really hard to have a bad time around me.
1: That's nice. That's such a nice thing to say about yourself. I agree. I'm just happy that you said it.
0: (laughs) It is kind of difficult. I feel like this is a therapy session.
1: (laughs) It really is. This is starting to spiral. The next question better be something goofy as shit. But you have to answer it. I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this the other day. I am a great friend to have, but extremely hard to become friends with Mm -hmm. because I'm like a rock and look unapproachable. So I would say my greatest most defining characteristic is that i'm loyal yeah i would agree with that i'm like pretty pretty loyal to the people i choose to be loyal with yeah i think a lot of people
0: who meet me this is what i have gotten from everyone that i've ever been friends with they've always said this one phrase to me i thought you didn't like me when we first met Because I don't talk to anyone when I first meet them because I want to gauge if I'm going to like them or not. And then the second time I hang out with you, I'm very nice. But the first time I'm like, I have to gauge the situation.
1: Yeah. I think I just am very social and really talkative. But when it comes to new people, I am a rock. Like, I do not talk. I just listen And that makes it really hard to understand the kind of person that I am and gauge, like, my sense of humor, which I feel like I don't come off funny until you hang out with me and then I'm, like, good with a one-liner here and there. Oh, shut the fuck up. You're funny. (laughs) We wouldn't be friends if you weren't funny. I don't know. It's never, like, the one thing I think that I am is funny. Interesting. Yeah. Because you are. Let's go to some fun ones. Okay. Okay. When you were younger, I know you moved around
0: a lot when you were younger. So this might be a difficult question. Do you think I was popular in high school? No. Correct. Sorry. <laughs> no, I really But I feel not. like you
1: had a good friend group. Is that right?
0: Yeah. I had pretty much what I do now is like I have a few select people that I'm really close with. I don't keep my circle wide. So I maintain like... Two, three good friendships at a time, and that's what I did. There's someone else
1: uh, outside of me. What do you mean? The Gemini personalities are not enough friends. I
0: (laughs) I was gonna say I have two
1: friends in you. (laughs) (laughs) Which Denise am I gonna get? (laughs) My mom used to say that to me all the time as a kid. She's like, "I'm so glad I only had one because with you, it's like having seven. (laughs) Nothing to like really get into a child's head." (laughs) You're like, I can become
0: seven different people. And that's why we have seven different alter egos of Denise. Literally.
1: (laughs) Literally. And that's why it's hard to get to know me. (laughs) Do you think I was popular in high school?
0: No, you were always the new kid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You
0: can't. I feel like it's really, for me, I moved to the town that I was living in from like fourth grade to when I graduated high school, since it was a small town, people would always be like, well, you moved here too late. And I was like, I got here in fourth grade and you guys are exiling me already, like... Jeez. So they didn't take well to like new kids unless until high school, if they were hot, they were like immediately popular, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, that makes sense. I had like a brief stint of popularity in high school, but that was towards the edging out of school. Mm. But But I was also like the kid that didn't have a cell phone for a year by choice. What do people think of you? Like, what were you known for? Being the American, ironically, which I'm not. (laughs) So it was just very frustrating. Yeah, because you were in Cyprus when you were in high school, right? Yeah, exactly. So like everyone was like the American, the Russian American. Hmm. But I was mostly what was I known for? I did go through like the emo scene phases. Yeah. So I'm sure. There are things out there that people thought of me in terms of being seen an emo. I talked a lot. and Nothing's I think, changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Honestly, every single report card was like, she won't shut the fuck up. Same.
0: That's why we were meant to have a podcast. Yeah, we just literally. won't. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> Literally. Who who needs to shut the fuck up when you can say everything you're thinking?
0: Neither of us give off popular girl
1: in high school vibes. If you were to ask some a stranger that about us now, I feel like people would answer differently.
0: Yeah, because we're confident. A lot of people associated popularity with confidence, but I don't really think it had much to do with confidence. In my no. town, I felt like it had to do with money.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> the popular teens don't become the popular adults because without adversity you can't get that confidence needed to be a a better adult that's more popular amongst people like socially not like popular as in like the way it was in high school but like charming captivating easy to talk to that is what i associate with popular and
0: when you go through like a non-confident phase you have to learn how to be funny yeah, really and you have to like learn you. how
1: to speak up for yourself. Like, you have to learn a lot more than just existing and smiling. What's the hardest part about dating you? Um, Actually, pretty much
0: what you said is I am really hard on myself, so I will go through spirals of just being really hard on myself, and I think that's hard for people who love me to hear me diminish my accomplishments so much and then feel like I'm never doing enough. I'm pretty petty, so, you know... <laughs>
1: then there's that
0: (laughs) which we are really working on but pettiness is something that we've just gotten so comfortable with but now we're getting our feelings hurt
1: (laughs) you know cutting the petty cutting the passive aggressive 2023 goals yeah oh i
0: also i have a lot of baggage i'm surprised my husband has stayed with me so long because i'm also like we need to move all the time i'm like let's travel let's move let's go i can't be here me listing all my problems. I just need one.
1: (laughs) Um, what about you? I, okay, you gave a few. I'll give a few. I have a terrible temper. Like, it's awful. I just rage. Also, you know, just some little trauma there. (laughs) The temper is really bad. It's not pretty. Like, I get, I'm quick to get hot and I'm not nice when I am, which isn't great. And I will only do it with my partner like i do not get that angry with anybody else it's only because i feel as my couples therapist says the most comfortable with my partner and therefore the most intimate dark and vulnerable parts of me come out it's couples therapy approved people get angry it's healthy for you probably just on like to couple up with that i just have bite like i'm not always the most courteous person i will just sometimes not think about how something i'm saying will affect somebody because in my mind i'm not offended by what i'm saying and therefore i think well it's the truth it's okay and that is a very easy way to hurt somebody without thinking about what comes out of your mouth.
0: Couples with the directness, I think it's yeah. a side effect of being direct is sometimes you're direct to a fault. And yeah. and I'm not saying this like about you specifically, yeah, yeah. but I also feel like I'm pretty direct and people are like, take my feelings into yeah, consideration. Yeah, like you, don't,
1: you didn't have to say it like that, but I'm just, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like that my logic is, it's the reality and therefore we don't have to feel bad about it, even yeah. if it's a bad thing, but not everyone feels that way and therefore... I just have to be a little kinder. (laughs) So we're pretty much the same person. (laughs) Great. We support female rage here, everyone. Share your rage stories with us on Instagram. Let's do one more. What's your favorite memory of us? Aww. I have to think about that one. You know, it's hard for me to recall memories because I frequently recall feelings in situations rather than the mechanics of a situation. Yeah. I guess one of my favorite memories of us, despite us like reaching a point of where I was like, I don't know if we'll continue being friends after this, but us finishing our book yeah, is a huge good memory for me because I feel like If there was any other time in our friendship to test our friendship, it was that project. I feel like we just came out like really, really strong friends after that. It was a great
0: experience, but there's just so much that we didn't expect. We gave ourselves a deadline and we wanted to meet that deadline. And then we had booked everything and it just felt like that last summer was a blur. Like, I don't even remember last summer. That was
1: me either. (laughs) It's like, pick your favorite memory. I don't know what happened the last year. (laughs) (laughs) The vibe of last year. It was such a good experience and I don't think I could have ever done it by myself. Like having you there was important. Yeah. But yeah, I would say like probably the submission day. I still have that photograph of us like (laughs) over the camera together, thumbsing up to us submitting our book. That was fun.
0: Do you have one? When we first had our first draft done, my husband and I came to New York to hang out with you guys, um, you and your partner, and we went to like a brewery by your house, and then we went bowling afterwards, and I felt like... We did
1: go bowling.
0: That really cemented our friendship and the guys' friendship, which was really cool because everybody knows when you have a couple, it's really hard for everybody to get along equally. Yeah. And I felt like there was no weirdness between us, and it was really nice that they also... Got along, and it was just so cute seeing them interact with each other.
1: That's right, we did go bowling. See, I have terrible recollection yeah. abilities. I feel closer to you, Me and too. I hope our listeners feel closer to us as well. If you guys have any questions for us that are potentially intrusive and a little offensive, feel free to DM us on Instagram at kd between the sheets. Or shout us out on Twitter at KDInTheSheets. Also, Water Under the Bridge, a workplace rom-com, is out on Amazon right now. You can read it on Kindle Unlimited or buy the paperback copy. Don't forget to order our upcoming book, Our Scorching Summer, a Friends with Benefits romantic comedy. Available for pre-order on Amazon right now. Wow, let's all give her a round of applause for killing that outro. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We'll see you guys next week. (laughs)